Lekutei Siches, Chelik Dalet, the Sicha for Parshas Matos, on page uh, 1076, 1076. Uh, in this Sicha, the Rebbe discusses the idea of vows, which is the subject matter that the opening of this week's Parsha. And uh, he explains it in various angles. But in the beginning of the Sikha, Nois Aleph, uh, the Rebbe begins by addressing uh, the issue that vows, what they do is they, they take things that are permissible and you make a vow, lesser Easter, you're making an item which the Torah allows you to use and you are placing a prohibition on it so that you can no longer use it. And the Rebbe explains that this is uh, necessary depending on the situation. Uh, sometimes we say when a person uh, is doing everything right in a, in a time when everything is, is, is clear and open and uh, godliness is revealed, Maybe at that time, uh, as the Yerushalmi says, one should not make vows and should not separate themselves from things that are permissible by the Torah. But vows are nevertheless necessary in other times, when things are difficult, when there are more challenges, when there are more distractions, and one needs to be able to overcome those distractions, so then vows serve a necessary and an essential purpose in order to help the person along in his service to Hashem. So we'll learn inside. Ois Aleph. That Inyan Funidorim, what is the concept of a vow? A person vowing and making a obligation, obligating himself not to benefit or in use something which is permissible. So the Mishnah in Ovis Pedig Gimel, Mishnah Yid Gimel states that Nidorim Siyog Lapidishus, that Nidorim, when a person makes a vow, that is a fence and help the person in his perishus, in his separation, separating a person from sin. So when he makes a vow, basically and he doesn't allow uh, or he vows not to use certain things that are permissible, that is a fence, that is a protection for the person to separate himself and stay away from things that are not permissible. As nidorim, that when a person makes a vow, bavorant, this forewarns, this takes care of precious of a person separating himself. Durg dem was their mensch. Through this, that the person assert prohibits upon himself. such matters which in of themselves are permissible. But when he prohibits them, he accomplishes to be uh, separation, the, the level of perishus, and to separating himself from things which. Uh, one needs to uh, separate himself. Was bichlal, in general, if we take a look in general, this idea of vow, 
is does the avoider this is the service the type of service fun kadish atzmach that one you shall sanctify yourself uh, in what is permissible to you one must make himself holy also in items that are permissible by the Torah the Torah allows them so one is Kaddish Atzmecha he makes himself holy and he does not use them he does not uh he prohibits them, those things. This is the idea, the general idea of a nether. So, in this context, as the Mishnah says, nedorim accomplish perishus. But we see, on the other hand, we see, we find in the Yerushalmi, in the nedorim periktes, halacha aleph, it says in the Yerushalmi, nagam azvegem nedorim state in Yerushalmi. That with regards to vows, the Rishalmi says, It's sufficient to you that the Torah has prohibited to you. See, it's enough for you that Torah has prohibited to you. So that means that one should not technically make more and take more prohibitions upon himself. Here we're saying that Nidorim succeed in Perishus, and here we're saying that in the Yerushalmi it says that one should not prohibit himself because it's enough what the Torah has prohibited. So the Rebbe explains what's the difference. So this that the Yerushalmi says is thus, nor this is only an instruction. Uh, the Yerushalmi talks about Faraza for such a person, who conducts himself the as the Posik states in Kohelis Zion, Posik Hoftes, also Lihalikim as Odom Yoshur, that God made the person straight. Meaning Ben Eris an Odom. When he is a man Vian Odom Darv Zain, as a Odom should be. In other words, he behaves like a Odom. Was damaged at that then then he does not need to separate himself from things that are permissible if he is in the level of a person that is Adam Yoshar, that he is a straight person, he is following and doing the things the way they should be. So not only does he not need to separate himself as but rather it's upon him an obligation it lies upon him the obligation to occupy himself with matters that are lower than him which is the inanimate the growing and the living which are on a lower level than the level of the one that speaks than the human being Kidei is a mylazine in order to elevate them. So one cannot separate himself, but rather, on the contrary, he must lower himself to work with them in order to elevate them. That would apply when the Adam is a Yosher. Then when he's straight, then Abemifirzichinan But when a person conducts himself in such a way, Fun that they are searching for various different calculations. They're not yosher. 
This is a language of the Yerushalmi in the end of Kiddushin, that that they are seeking all kinds of tricks. He searches for all kinds of uh, calculations. How he can be more involved, how to lie more in this world. The person is not in the level of being a chariot to godliness, which would be an Adam Yosher, a straight person. So he doesn't, he lacks that. Not but rather he has a feeling, a taste in the Dvorim Hagashmim, in the physical matters. So in that case, then, then, that the nit nor nit them dover hagashmi. Then not only will he not elevate the physical matter durch nutzen in when he uses him, not adrab, but on the contrary, the taive under gishmak that desire and that satisfaction was hot, and the good taste that he has in the dover Michael in the item that he eats the kadoim or similar thing that he uses that will take him down, that will pull him down and if it pulls him down the Rebbe adds in the parentheses this will also impact a descent in the Michael, in the food because he's supposed to elevate the food but if the food causes him to pull him down because he enjoys the taste of it, then he's going to pull him down so in that case, by such a person who is on that level by im mus the liber zain, they say that this person must therefore have the order for nedorim uprishus from the uh, vows and separation. And the Rebbe says to look further in this subject matter in Likutetoira in Parshas Matis, Pei Dalet Omed Beis, and Likutesiches Chelik Aleph on page two fifty four, and Chelik Beis on page five eighty five. So the Rebbe says further, al similar to this, is Oich der Tam, that is also the reason, of the Farshidine Gedorim Unsiyogim was Chasal HaMesakim given, that had been instituted by our sages. Here we're talking about individual people on their own, when are they required to uh, make a nether, when is a vow a uh, requirement a good thing and when is it uh, unnecessary and not a good thing but the same thing is really in a general way if we look at the times that the Chazal our sages instituted uh, uh, different uh, uh, limitations and fences and restrictions mainly it took place during the period of the second temple in the Mizman von Bayis Rishon during the period of the first Beis Hamikdash, Hadoch Meir given Elokus Begilui. At that time, godliness was shining openly revealed. Oich in the Zibetzikior, also the seventy years. In the seventy years, was noch dem ersten Churban that followed the first destruction. The seventy year following the destruction of the first Beis Hamikdash. Is noch als verblieben? It still remained in Eneke Protim in in some details. The Gilei Lekus, the revelation of godliness, where is given in Bayisrishin as it was during the time of the first Beis Hamikdash. And uh, 
the Rebbe brings down, like for example, in the Horus 6, we find, for example, that the idea of prophecy uh, that we see, that Baruch ben uh, he received it uh, from Yirmiya in Babel. That was in the year Shin Nun at 350, which was 12 years after the Churban, as it's brought down in the Sefer Yuxim. Uh, so we see that prophecy existed within those 70 years. And this is as opposed to uh, during the Bayez Sheni, the second base of Mikdash, there was no prophecy at all, as Rashi explains in the Gemara Yom Mechafal of Beis, that the, the Ruch HaKodesh did not rest on the Nevi'im uh, from the fourth year of the Yavush and, and on. And the Rebbe further uh, brings this from the Maimer in Bon Yerushalayim, in Tofresh Choftes, and also Sitreitz Chaim in Sharmiut Hayerech. So, in any event, since there was uh, still some uh, leftover revelation of godliness in the time of the first temple, therefore, um, it was uh, a period of time where it wasn't necessary so much to make these extra precautions by making these extra instituted uh, laws. But during the time of the second temple, the second base Amigdosh, then Esod Gifelt, in them Gilui Fundem Oira Gedusha, then there was lacking a revelation of the light of holiness in that uh, thing, as we see in the Gemara Brodani Yumechofala from Edbeis, is Mitzadem, and because of this, is their Choyshech Fulumazeh Fashtagdivon. So this caused that the darkness, because there was a lack of light of Kedusha, so the darkness of the opposing side, that increased. As Rashi brings down in Gemara Breshis that uh, the destruction of Yerushalayim causes the Tzur to become uh, full, which means the Le'umaze increases uh, when the Kedusha is diminished. So the fact that it's diminished, so the increase is Kedusha. So therefore, because we lived in a time in the second base of Mikdash in which there was a decrease in holiness, in light of Kedusha, and therefore there was an increase of the light of Klippa, Hotmandan Misaking when the Gedorim Misiyogim. So that's why then they instituted these fences and these precautions as the Alter Rebbe brings down the Kutetoyer. And Drusha Rosh Hashanah Nuzayim Gimel. B'chdei to Kenan, Baikum and Nugreisun Choyshech from the Umazeh in order to be able to overcome the great darkness from the other side. So this is also gives us an explanation that we see that there were a time came when it was necessary to institute new precautions, new ways to deal with the relevant challenges that were created during that period of time. So then it was necessary to make extra fences. And for that same reason, because of this, is from dirt to dirt, from generation to generation. Then when the darkness became greater, 
was also more and more added, more restrictions, more stringencies. Gedorim and fences, and precautions to fence around and to make sure to protect and give the people the ability to do what they have to by these additional stringency. Now this is a uh, period in history. Now the same as we find in history, uh, the same thing is in a person's own history, in his own life. There are various times in the person's life, there's various states. Sometimes the person is more prone and he needs to additional support. He's more prone to uh, fail and he needs additional chumras to help him uh, overcome. Sometimes the person is very strong. Just as there are differences in in between the generations in general. So also there are such exist different periods by each individual. There is a time when by him when godliness shines by him. So that point he doesn't have to fear for worlds, for matters of this world. Because not only does the world not obstruct his the ungodliness, nor is but the world actually reveals and points to and shows elokus, shows godliness. Ru mi bara ela. The verse says, "See who created all this in Yeshaya mem posik chavav." And over there we say that raise your eyes to the heavens. Ru mi bara ela. So that means that the creation, the world, actually ru mi bara ela tells you about godliness. That is sometimes. But Farano Baratsai, there is however a time when by him is finster, when it is dark by him, Erzetnit can get lachkait, he doesn't see godliness. Damol Dafer machen Gedorim, then he must make fences, Unsiyogim, and restrictions, Upshaden Zich, he has to separate and hold back himself, hold himself back from many physical matters even permissible items because they may they are able to bring him down they are able to pull him away and bring him down so that time he needs to uh, hold back and make these restrictions and not benefit from all these physical matters. In Oiz Beis, the Rebbe will explain that the way these uh, restrictions that a person places upon himself, defenses that he puts upon himself, help him to overcome the obstacles is by two means. A by not being involved so much with materialism, with Gashmias, they don't have the power to pull him down, so he keeps away from them. So they don't interfere, they can't drag him down. But there is also the other aspect of it, that that 
a vow or that separation brings down also an increase of Kedusha, an increase of power to help him overcome the obstacles. So it's preventative, but it's also an increase of Kedusha, base. This accomplishment that when a person puts these fence and the limitations in order to be able to overcome the war with the other side also when he is in a time when the darkness is increased is in the way that these restrictions help is in two matters Aleph number one, Durch der Precious, through his separations, und die Chumres and the stringencies, der weitet man sich von Hoben, one distanced himself from having zu viel zu tun, to have too much, too much uh, business uh, connection mit Chayshech Ha'ilom, with the darkness of the world, so he just stays away. Men might oizdem soina, that means that you uh, stay away from the enemy, uh, and you don't give the enemy the opportunity that he should have war with holiness so you just avoid the enemy and that way he cannot have war with the Gidusha. that's one way when you separate so you don't not involved so much with the Gashmis but base there's also another thing through the separation and the stringency that one place upon himself is one brings down a higher godly light and as the Alter Rebbe says in Lekut the Rebbe brings down Har 11 that when a person puts the limit of us that is an expression of the great love of Hashem to us it's similar to a father who loves his son so much so that he's so particular so to make sure to protect him by uh, making sure additional uh, the boundaries and additional limitations just to make sure that his son is protected so that's an expression of Hashem's love so when we do these extra uh, precautions we are actually as showing the expression of Hashem to us that He wants to make sure that we are His child and we are very well protected. So this is what one's stringencies uh, accomplish. But that is true for the general concept of Nidorim that is the subject matter of the Parsha. This is also true with the matter of vows. Besides the advantage from a nether, which it separates you, the dorim siog so that takes you away, and it separates with the mid bavorunt men. That way you forewarn, you take care in agavisamos for a certain extent. Nitzuverun farfirt, not to become uh, swayed. And this descent through the physical matters is There is an additional advantage. It's through the, that through this vow So now you also bring down a level of holiness. This gives the person the additional strength to wage war. So we have a double 
uh, effect from these nedorim and gedorim, nedorim, gedorim v'siyogis, that not only do they uh, keep you away from the other side, and therefore the enemy can't uh, impact you, but in addition you get more holiness. And the Rebbe brings down in order 12 that this is actually from the Kutatoyra and Derech Mitzvisecha that that's why the halacha is that when one makes a vow he has to say that this is going to be prohibited to me as a korban, something holy. Uh, and that's when a vow takes effect. You have to be matvises in dover hanodur, like a korban, saying this should be like a korban. But you cannot be matvis in a dover ha'osur. And also, uh, when the person uses the language of koinim, which is another way a person can use the lotion of a neder, uh, that is Kiddushas Haguf, as the Rebbe brings down in the order here. But nevertheless, this is all pointing to the fact that there is a uh, additional, besides the Dorim Siyag Laparishus, it's not only separates you from, from the negative, but there is also an additional strength and holiness that gives the person the power to overcome the challenges. Now, although... In Ois Gimel, the Rebbe is going to explain that although we learn about the concept of making a vow, but then there we also have uh, the idea of annulling vows and permitting vows to be made for the nether. And the Rebbe will bring down in the uh, next Ois Gimel and Dalid to explain that in a person there is actually also the two levels based on one level in the person in his soul there is a necessity to make a vow but there is also a deeper and a higher level in the person in which one needs to annul a vow because annulling a vow is part of the process of vows so we have the concept of vows but we also have the concept of annulment of vows and both of these concepts and making a vow and annulling a vow represent two approaches within the soul of the human being of the person that in one level the person needs to come on based on that level of his soul, he needs to come on to these vows because they protect him, uh, as discussed before. But when a person can bring out in himself a deeper level within his soul, so then that's the level where it becomes the annulment of vows, because based on that level, uh, the person is protected because of the depth and the level of, of, of the soul. We'll learn inside now. Thus was the precious funedorim. This, that the separation that is brought about through the vows, darf ben hobun in atzait, that is necessary during the time, was the mensch gefinzich, where the person finds himself in a massive, in a situation for nidrikait of low being lowly, un finsternis and dark. As quoted before from the Rishalmi, that when a person seeks many calculations, meaning he is fully engaged and involved in, in, in the physical world to uh, all kinds of ideas to try to uh, 
be more and uh, benefit more from this world which can cause the person to descend and he needs this nidorim. So, since that is the level of when a person needs to make a vow, is the full movement so we can understand as dervos is mefir on matir the nidorim. So the person who can annul or permit the nidorim. Nulling basically is the... Uh, is the father of the child or the husband or the chacham who is the matir who permits the nedorim so the one who is mefer matir the nedorim state in agor gohim in so he is his standing on a very elevated level as nit nor darfer alein nit onkumen suprishus for nedorim not only does he not need to come on to separating himself from the vows what does that represent? The person who can annul a vow means he doesn't need a vow, but not only does he not need it for himself, but he also has so much power, he has the strength to virkum, to impact if them was on the, on the, on the one was to leave Zayn Matzev, that one because of his situation, he needed to come on to a vow. So he too should be able to uh, be and do in the world. He can help the other person do in the world. So the, and the other person should, shouldn't stumble. And nevertheless, he wouldn't stumble. So he has such a power to impact, to annul the vow, which means he can help the other person out in such a way that he can uh, deal with the Gashmis and he is going to achieve and not be stumbling, but actually achieve what it needs to do with the with the physicality. That means when a person, the person who can annul a vow. And the Rebbe is going to bring this out. That's the level of the soul that can impact, a deeper level of the soul that can impact the person, and it impacts the lower level of the soul so that he shouldn't need the Nidorim, and he should be able to uh, work with the world. But first, the Rebbe brings this from the actual uh, law of who can uh, annul a vow. So we see that the one who annuls a vow is in a position of power or is in a, a position of superiority. Was the far doch, that's why we see but also in actuality. As the mafiri mumatinim as that those who annul and permit the vow stain in asach they stand on a much higher level from those that accept upon themselves the vow. So, the people that do that, who are the people that do that? We learn in the Pasuk. Their father, when we talk about, let's say, a father, which can annul the vow of his daughter. And we're talking about a naira. We're talking about a girl between the age of 12 and 12 and a half. As the verse states that the uh, benefits uh, and the uh, jurisdiction of while she's a naira goes to her father. So the father, which is a represents a superior than the daughter. Or that's in one case. Then we have the case of Derman, the husband, was his Mefir dem Neder, von sein Freud. He knows the vow of his wife, is doch Ishar by Lola. 
a woman, the jurisdiction of her husband is over her, as the Gemara points out in Gedushin Lamed Amid Beis, so that's even in these cases which are not as clear uh, that they are on a higher level. But but for course, when we talk as the once we have a sage who permits the vow, uh, so then in that case uh, we realize that Chacham is on a higher level than the ordinary person. And so we see that the one that knows the vows is a higher person. So what we see over here is that in uh, actual annulling vows, permitting a vow, we need a higher level to be able to uh, annul that. That means that they themselves are beyond or represents the idea that they don't need the vows and they can actually take away from the other person's restrictions uh, and giving them that extra power that they need. Now, the Rebbe brings down over here also that uh, there are various opinions in the Talmud about who needs to uh, be there to annul a vow, uh, and he quotes that even if we have two people that are... So, that um, even when we have, according to the opinion that even when you have uh, two people uh, uh, that they... Uh, I mean, when you have three people in Nolan Gavau, you still need one of them to be a Chacham. That would represent that you need uh, somebody superior. Uh, and according to the Rabbonon, that would be Rabbi Huda. According to the Rabbonon, uh, if an individual is doing the Hafara uh, by a Chacham, he has to be a Chacham. Um, and then we have many rules that I'm bringing down that if there's a chacham, you cannot have uh, ordinary being matter because uh, like this, the aloche is that three hedjoytes uh, according to the Rabbanon can be matter but the Rebbe wants to point that even uh, according to that we see that the chacham is an essential part and a need for hatoras nedarim which tells us that the ability to be mafia comes from a superior level in, 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 in to be mafia then. And the Rebbe brings down further, especially according to those Rishonim, which is the Ramban and Pedic Gimbal of Nedorim, as as that the level of the sage has to be such, who has Smicha, who has been given over from one rabbi, from man to man, up to Moshe Rabbeinu. That is the necessity for the Chochem to be mati the nether. So what do we see? Shteiter dochin gansen in darge. So this person is standing on a much higher level. And even in the case when you only have three ordinary, un gimul hadjetus is the chavu bezdin. And three hadjetus, even if you have three ordinary people, they make up a bezdin. So that means making up a bezdin, uh, a court. A court means that that is an important uh, part, uh, being a court. So therefore, all this uh, tells us that it's a higher level. And now, the Rebbe Nois Dalid is going to say that this represents by the person that that higher level within the person 
can impact the lower per- level than the person to annul those vows so that the Gashmis shouldn't affect him if he can reach into that higher level and then he can deal with the Gashmis and add the Rabbah and then take the Gashmis and turn things around. So the Rebbe says in Oizdalit, Alin Yonim from Torah, all aspects of Torah, Zayn and Faran, Bederach Klal, and Bederach Prat. We find them in a general way, and we also find them in a detailed individual way. Which means we learned in the Dorim as in general rule, then we have it in the detail as this applies to the person. Likewise, is with the subject matter of vows, and the uh, annulment and the per. And the permitting of one's vow. When we talk about it in a general way, I mentioned they are divided to separate people. One, the one who makes the vow. Then you have the person who annuls and permits the vow. But in a specific, in a detailed way, so by every individual himself, by every Jew, individually, there exists these two types of service. There is a level in one soul. That because of it, that level, there needs to be a vow. Because the person can fail, God forbid, if that if that level is the only level that he has employed that works by him. By the person, there is a higher level. Because of that level, there needs to be the annulment and the permission and permitting of this vow. A state in Kabbalah. The Rebbe is going to bring down on the words of the Kabbalah and Hasidis these different levels, which level requires the vow in the person, and which level in the person, the person's soul, is the hafara, is the annulment of the vow. State in Kabbalah, it's brought down in the Kabbalah, and it's brought down in Isbayr and explained, articulated in Hasidis, in the Hasidis teachings. And uh, brings down in Lekut Teutere, Matos Perigdalad, Amad Pedalad Gimel and Pehei Aleph. So there it says, as Oddi Tzvei Dargis in Nishama, these two levels in the soul, Zainen Bina und Chochma. These are the level of Bina and Chochma. Mitzad Bina, based on the level of Bina of the soul, Darv Zain Nedorim. Then there has to be vows. Umitzad Chochma, but based on the level of the Chochma, that has to be Akiras and Neder uprooting the vow. So now we'll explain the difference between Bina and Chochma and see how it applies. The Chilik Tzvishun Bina and Chochma is the difference between the, they're both parts of the intellect, but what's the difference the way Bina and Chochma is? Bina is Seich, Bina is the intellect. And Chochma is Bittl, Chochma is humility, is subjugation. Explains. Seich, the intellect, is Gemosna, Umbagrenitz. It's measured and it's limited. Intellect is a measure. There is a specific uh, limitation 
Bizvan and Seichel can degrech up till where an intellect can reach. Intellect can only reach that far. Weiter from dem Gewul, beyond that limitation, beyond that boundary, can the Verstand von Seichel niederlangen. The intellect, uh, the understanding of one's intellect cannot reach beyond that. As lost Tzichuis, it goes out. It doesn't, can't go there. Und wenn es kommt zu den Yonim, and when one comes to those matters, was einen Hecher von sein Seichel, which are beyond logic. What does one do when he cannot rationalize it, he cannot explain it? So then, we have, we employ that it is as our sages tell us, you have no right to think after them, to question them, and you just got to believe. Seichel tor dort nit arayntrachten. Seichel is not permitted in those places to uh, think deeply. Forum vibald as the inyonim zainen hechef in Since these matters are higher than intellect, so with the intellect, one is not permitted to think over there. Forum vibald as the inyonim zainen hechef in Since those matters are beyond the intellect. Can gemold sein? So then it's possible as ein seichel zolatosom that his intellect shall make a mistake. Unzeinemen and he will take them under shidremes is different than the truth is. So he's not allowed to even think over there. Al derech mashekosuf. This would be similar to what the pasuk states in Yirmiya Dalit pasuk chaveis. They are wise people to do bad. So that means that the chokhma comes in with a wrong conclusion, with a wrong idea. The river. So therefore, muz dorten zayin at that level, which is beyond the level of intellect. Uh, those items prishus haseichel nedorim. He has to separate the seichel. He has to stay away. The vow, stay away from there and not think. That's the level of bina. But as opposed to when we are from the prospect of chokma, is nitokin cheshash. There is no worry as there's that he's going to stumble. Because through the humility of his wisdom. Is a nitkin metzius farzich. He is a non-existent for himself. Azoyvi der bittel from Shemoyne Esre, just as the bittel, the self-negation that one has when he does the eighteen blessings, the Amida. When Aid state for them Eibushton, when a Jew stands before Hashem, keavde kamei moroi. As a servant before the master, the aknecht farzain har, as a servant before his master, was filled. Klal needs an egin emetzius. He does not sense and feel his at all his own existence. Zain ganze emetzius, his whole existence is the emetzius from zain odin, is the existence of his master. He is not himself. Mashe kona evet konarabe, whatever the slave owns is owned by the master, which means he himself is nothing, doesn't own anything, he is not an individual, everything he owns belongs to his master. So, there is no self-interest over there, there is no ego, there is nothing there, there is total humility over there, total self-negation, and therefore there is only Hashem there. So there is no 
worry that he's going to come to false conclusion because it's not limited to his intellect. Nochmer. But it's more than that. If he employs that, then also his understanding, the things that he takes with Bina, become the right way. That bitl von Chochma, this self-negation of Chochma, this also gives him a strength in his a power to his understanding. Also that he understands things should be properly. And uh, the Rebbe puts here the uh, in the footnote 22 from the Ovis Perigimul Mishneh Gimul that Kol She Yiras Chetek Ademes Lachochmosay Chochmosay Miskayemes. So that means that if his fear of sin comes before his wisdom, that's the bittle of Chochma that comes before Seichel. So that gives an existence to actually to his to his Chochma. The Rebbe further points to Lekut Torah. So Vigiret Friyer, the Rebbe said, has spoken earlier, as the Chochem had bekoyach to matir neder zayin, that the Chochem has the power to annul or to permit the vow. Oich dem also such was mitzad atzmeter yagudafton kumutzu neder, who in of himself would have required the neder, because what they're doing is they're annulling somebody else's vow. Mitzad dem bittel von Chochem. Because of the bittel of chokma, which chokma can be called av or baal, which is corresponds to those who are matir mafid neder, so git and koyach, so that level of gives power. Oich in bina, this gives power also to bina, which is naira the isha. That is, those are the ones of about. They're called naira and isha. Those are different uh, uh, references. To those who require, who made the uh, vows, that's the level of uh, of bina. And the Rebbe in Aura twenty three brings up also another interesting point over here that within chokhmah itself, the higher you go, in other words, the greater level in chokhmah you are, you can accomplish more the annulment of the vow, which is represented by the halacha that the husband and the father who annul a vow, they only affect it from that point and on. That point it stops and therefore they hadn't really taken away from the past. But when a chocham, which is the third one who Possibility of annulling, he is matir the neder, he takes it me'ikore, as the Rebbe brings down from the Shulchan Aruch, that he takes it from the beginning so that there was no vow in the first place, so he has such a strength to impact it even before, which is the idea that in a higher level you can annul even more the vow, which means it's even less chance of. Gashmi is, you know, bringing you down, and you can impact more the uh, bina by the chokhmah because it comes even from a higher level.